Good morning, Delaware. It is a beautiful autumn uh, Friday morning, and it's a bittersweet day here, but a lot of sweet because Fred's here! Yay! <laughs> the man who brought this show to the air in the very first place almost seven years ago. Fred, welcome back. Thank you very much. It's what, what is it, Dance with the One Who Brung You? That's exactly okay. right. Yeah, we, we had Darren last week, Fred this week. I mean, it's just it's nostalgia. It is. It's nostalgia month here at uh, it's fun. Off the Shelf. That's so. what I planned. I the, worked really hard. Yes, she did. <laughs> Nicole has been telling me for months that she had a big surprise for our last show. And, and, and I walked out after being on Breakfast Club. I was going to go out to the out in the lobby, grab a cup of coffee, and there's Fred. It was Fred, yeah. old buddy, old pal. Yeah, it was, it was like old home week. So, <laughs> so we are going to talk about what he's been doing. We were talking about a little bit about the library. Talk about a little bit. I don't know what the heck we're going to talk about. I didn't prepare a book. I didn't do any of that. Oh stuff. man, well, I actually I've been reading. So. Oh. <laughs> That's great. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we can talk about books. Sure we can. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I see you got one in front of you, Nicole. Go ahead. I do. I do. I, I have... actually can talk about the book I was going to talk about last week, but then Darren just wouldn't shut up. So. I know. I know. Yeah. Those... Imagine that. <laughs> Those boys stole the show last week. They did. We, uh, and I was going to talk about this one, too. My final book with George, I think you would actually enjoy this one. It's called Mr. Penumbra's 24-Hour Bookstore by Robin Sloan. Okay. It is a story. I had no idea what this book was about going into it. I thought it was going to be, you know, just kind of a whimsy book about books for librarians who like books, right? That's the that's a genre all its own. It is. And uh, it is a story about a 20-something guy living in kind of Silicon Valley, Oakland, California, San Francisco, California. And he um, walks into this 24-hour bookstore called Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour bookstore. And he's looking for work. He says he's, he's trying to code, trying to freelance by day but wants just some extra money so the guy is a little bit quirky a little bit eccentric and he asks him a couple weird questions he's like what do these have to do with anything but hires him anyway he works the night shift uh like midnight to 8 a.m and um he basically has two rules you can sell the books in the front you can't sell the books in the back the books in the back are part of like a lending program that he doesn't really understand the rules to um, and you have to um, write down a log of every person who comes in and why they came in and what kind of state they were in and maybe what their cufflinks looked like and maybe what their hair looked <laughs> like and if they felt frazzled and if they did this and if they did that so you have to log it you have to say it and so he's like this doesn't make any sense but then he sees some of the other eccentrics who are coming in in the middle of the night, and he decides, like, this is kind of weird, but they all seem like they're following a pattern. Like, every time they come in, they're they're frazzled, and they're like, oh, I need the... I need the blah, 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 blah next. Like they, it seems like they're on a quest. And so with his little knowledge of coding, he's going to start kind of playing around with um, making some 3D images of the store, logging what the people are requesting, and he sees patterns emerging. And he's like, well, they're following a pattern. Well, it turns out that these, this book club that these people are participating in for the books Those were in air the back. Quotes for you listening at home. The, the quote unquote <laughs> book club. <laughs> <laughs> that's happening. They um, might be part of a more secret society than we thought they were, and there might be larger implications for the hunt that they are trying to figure out, which is leading them from book to book across the store. Um, so it's a little culty. It's a little uh, kind of fun. Um there's a little bit of like a heisty kind of feeling to it, too. Um, but peppered in throughout all of that is he's a really good 
first-person voice, um, the guy who's uh, who it, it centers around, Clay, he... He's just a fun narrator. You really like him. You hear a lot of um, his own thoughts interrupting the people who he's listening to. And so that makes it a lot of fun, too. And um, he is kind of sarcastic and he's just got a really, a really enjoyable character. Um, And he he's trying to crack the code. Oh, and there are tons of like 21st century, like nerdy references, like Dungeons and Dragons. And (laughs) of course, Google plays a big thing in it because that's where they are. Um, And he's got a girlfriend who's there. So it's a whole lot of fun. Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour bookstore. Um, If you like books about books, if you like books that have geeky culture, if you like books that have a quest or a mystery that you feel like you have to solve, then you'll like this one. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Books about books. Oh, that's funny. All right, Fred, what have you been reading? Well, my middle daughter, you know, that worldwide pandemic that shall not be named? Yeah. Um, During that time, my middle daughter decided that I should read. (laughs) Um, So I did. She got me the Mitch album, you know, the the five people you meet, and and then then the follow-up to that. And then she got me hooked on this. um, Put your glasses on. (laughs) It's called The Broken Road. It's a whole series. And um, where I just looked it up so I had the author's name in front of me. Richard. What is it? Of course it won't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Paul Evans. It's a series of three books. It's The For- Forgotten Road, um, The Broken Road, the, um, what, the Road Home, and something else. But it's about um, a multimillionaire mm-hmm. who gets a ch- uh, second chance because he's supposed to be on this plane. Well, the plane crashes. And everyone perishes on the plane. But somehow, you know, he's not on the plane. So he doesn't know what to do with himself. And he doesn't want to immediately, you know, come back to life and say, hey, I'm still here. Da, 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 da. He goes to his own funeral. So very few people show up that he's a little shocked by that. <laughs> so then he decides to walk Route 66 from Chicago to Santa Monica, wow. where his soon-to-be ex-wife still lives, and he wants, you know, he just is, you know, this is his trek, and it follows his trek out west, and it's it's really, it's a, it's a good series of reads. That sounds yeah. really yeah, interesting. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's very good. Okay. Well, the anyway. Broken Road that, series, yes, yeah. by Richard Paul Evans. Yep, that's it. Yeah. There's three of them. Great. So I actually did uh, have a book prepared for last week, but we, I never got to it. So I can talk about that if I can remember everything that I'm supposed to remember. But it, this is uh, you, you can just wing it. That's what it's the fourth <laughs> it's the last book. show. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? Who's, you know, the FCC is not going to come after me week. now. Yeah. <laughs> this is called uh, the, the book was called A Rule Against Murder. It is Louise Penny's uh, Inspector Gamache books. And it's the fourth in the series. Now, Hannah Simpson of your team. She's listening. I, oh, okay. She says hi, Fred. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's one. And uh, Jim McPeak, who's a friend of mine who's a librarian, a retired librarian up in the Cleveland area, have been after me for years to read Louise Penny. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I just never got into it. Started it, and I am hooked on the series. So this was the fourth book in the series. It takes place, most of the books take place in this town called Three Pines, which is on the Vermont-Quebec border. And this one actually takes place at a little resort that's not far from there where Inspector Gamache and his wife, Ryan Marie, are spending uh, uh, their anniversary. And another large family has sort of taken over the rest of the inn. 
And they are the ultimate dysfunctional family. They all really basically hate each other. Uh, there's one daughter from the family is coming. Her husband has just gone to jail out in Vancouver because of uh, insurance fraud. And so she's kind of trying to get her head back together. There's another daughter and uh, her husband are there with their son who is um, a little peculiar. Um, and there's uh, so there's other uh, actually it's just the mother with the, with that son. And there's two other kids, and they are all just at each other. And event, the reason they're all there is because a statue of the patriarch of the family is going to be placed on this property uh, because it was is meaningful to the family. So the statue is put out, and one night during a storm, the statue falls off its plinth on top of one of the members of the family. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. So the question is not just who did it. And why, but how the heck did they get that statue off the plinth, this big, heavy wow. sculpture? Because it's a, a overly, it's more than full size. It's like about eight feet tall, granite. Mm-hmm. How did it fall off the, how did it fall off the plinth? So that's where the mystery is. And then conveniently, this inn is like just over the mountains from Three Pines. So Three Pines does get into the story too. Uh, Three Pines has got to be like Cabot Cove. You know, the most murderous small yeah. town in Canada. Don't want to you know? live there. Yeah, right, exactly. The, the murder rate there is like... But apparently uh, you also don't want to live adjacent to it either. Uh, apparently not. Right. <laughs> so, but uh, the, the, what makes these stories so good is the characterizations. Inspector Grimash is a fascinating character. He is, um, he's been, a, uh, he's now the chief homicide inspector for the uh, Quebec Sûreté, which is basically like the um, Ohio Public Investigations, the, 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 not the state police because they're mostly highway, but you know what I mean, uh, FBI, but think of for Quebec. And he's been on the outs with his superiors. That's sort of been settled in the book before this, but he's still kind of iffy. He's got some uh, interesting characters who report to him who are really good at what they do but have their own issues, shall we say. And uh, it's just the characters are so well drawn. The dialogue is so good. And it talks about a society that is so close to America but so different in the terms of the Quebecois, the, uh, the, the French-speaking Quebecers, that it is, it's almost like reading about a, a truly foreign, alien-type uh, uh, society, and yet it's right there on our doorstep. So it's fascinating. And so I'm, on, I'm just starting book five now. And can't recommend it highly enough. Again, it's Louise Penny, Inspector Gamache. Uh, it starts with a book called Still Life. The 18th book in the series Goodness. is coming out in 18? November. Yeah. So it that was is my question: is how well many? Worth your time. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, well, you've got time now. Yes, I do. I'm, <laughs> I do, and I, you know, I still have some nice days to sit out on the patio and read. Couple. Looking forward to it. So anyway, we will be back with Fred Schaefer in just a few minutes. So please stay tuned. Rick, I sort of enjoyed the poetic sense of your weather forecast, but you really need some diction lessons. He's dragging it out there. Yeah. He certainly yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> I have 30 seconds to fill, and I will do it. Fred doesn't miss that at all. No. <laughs> that is the dulcet tones of Fred Schaefer, who was actually the founder of this radio show. I can't, I mean, I remember when. Uh, Nicole and I met the first time you said that you wanted to do a radio show and had been yeah. put off because you were on maternity leave and Mary mm-hmm. Jane really wasn't interested. And she and, was retiring soon and, anyway. And when mm-hmm. you mentioned radio, it was like, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, because you came in on 
That it was a Monday, oh, it was or, a Monday Tuesday, or Tuesday, and Friday, and Friday, we were morning, on the Friday morning you came in, and <laughs> I was like, right. "Well, this is yeah, this is how you're supposed <laughs> to do it." And that is how we did it, and yeah. we've been doing it for almost seven years since. So, yeah. thank you for getting us Absolutely. off the ground like that. Absolutely. It was was great. that your first? Wait a minute, your how old is Win? That was Win. Yeah, that was. So I had twelve. No, 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 no. I had Win in 2014. Oh, no, City Digest has been on that long. We've right, been, right, we've right, only right, been right, on right. seven years. Yeah, yeah. I had Win in 2014. <laughs> she is seven now, wow. and so yeah, we've been we've been doing this through two babies, two maternity leaves, <laughs> and I think we have missed exactly three Fridays. We 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 missed. There was a snow. Two because of snow, mm-hmm. and we missed uh, one because it was on Christmas was on a Friday, and they were only playing music, so yeah. they did. We didn't right. even do a recorded they told show. us, don't come in. Right. So I think those are the only three shows we've actually missed in the in the seven-year run. Even during COVID, we, we went from home. Yeah, we did it from home. We figured out Skype mm-hmm. and recorded and we had our guests phone that in. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But not really. <laughs> because trying to hook up laptop to this board is like. <laughs> right. It was. Uh, I'm really sorry I missed that. No, I'm sure, I'm sure you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cage is throwing stuff across the board. <laughs> but you know, uh, and when you left, Gage stepped in as, yes. our, as our engineer, and uh, he started out as young Gage, and he yeah. stayed young Gage. Still young <laughs> yeah. Gage yeah, right. I actually, I actually started out as like the video team, and then. Yeah, and I right. did the whole video thing, and now I'm doing both. Yeah. <laughs> How nice! <laughs> that's what happens when you volunteer for a job. Yeah, exactly right. And they give it to you, and that's the uh, thing with the, with radio too. I think everybody does a little of everything. Yeah, I you mean, have to. I yeah. hear Mark, you know, doing commercials, and, and I hear your voice still yeah. on, uh, like on the friend spot there, and in yeah. uh, other commercials, and and I know Gage is running around doing the electronics, uh, setting up for like the races at the yep. last week at the fair, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, everybody just kind of doubles yep. in brass. So. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd so, probably get you out there selling commercials too. <laughs> well, we are we did hear your voice a, a handful of times. Do you still do any, oh, any yeah. voiceover yeah, yeah, work? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I still do. Yeah, I do uh, stuff for the Columbus Dispatch and some other various and sundry items. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I was going to say Bob Allen reached out to me earlier this week. He said, "We're running out of people. Could you just read? Yeah, I'll read." <laughs> <laughs> do you have awesome. do you have a setup in your home yeah. or you do? Yeah. In just take a microphone into my walk-in closet, and it's, <laughs> it'd work. It's sound deadening. You know? That's what I did My in wife college. has enough clothes yeah. and shoes and stuff. That, my wife has know. enough clothes that you could probably deaden the sound for most of Dublin. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So but uh, so, so what are, give, give us a little hint about what, what you are doing these days. I'm working for a company called The Team Management. That's okay. the experts at uh, acqu- acquisition and management. And uh, we do, it's sports and entertainment, mm-hmm. um, a lot of sponsorship involved with that. We're working on the Ohio Play-By-Play Classic, which is coming up this uh, later on this fall. Uh, Bronny James is going to be in that, Scotty Pippen's son, and there's a third one that just escaped my mind because, of course, I'm trying to think of it. Of course. But we're doing that. Um, also working on uh, sort of a top-secret indoor Women's professional sports, Ooh. and we'll be making a, an announcement on that later this fall. That sounds great. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. It really is. Good. I'm glad. And I, I just, uh, I can't thank you enough for getting us started on this, this road. It's been it's so much fun, fun, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, remember, I just told you, it's just a conversation between two people. It really with is. Lots of people eavesdropping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's lots of people. Eavesdropping. Yes. But you know, sure it's always are. it's always fun when you're out somewhere and like somebody tell that story. Yeah, I was going to say we should talk about that because it is fun. Whenever some of my favorite memories have been people randomly saying that they listen to off the shelf. I've heard. 
that my uh, coworker's husband uh, came home from the gym one morning, one Friday morning, and he said, your library is on the radio? And she said, <laughs> yeah, how do you know that? And she said, they were playing it in my gym. Oh, <laughs> I was wow. like, wow, wow, that's great uh, pumping yeah, iron tunes, right? <laughs> Get a really good pump work listening to that book. Yeah. We are going to what pump you, you up. <laughs> there was, there was there, uh, Darren shared a story where he was walking down the street in downtown Delaware and he heard um, something coming from someone's car. They were just like playing their radio as loud as possible, but then he heard a familiar voice and it was us off the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> Blasting off Crank the shelf. <laughs> downtown I, I, Delaware. I, I was standing somewhere talking to Joyce and this woman kept looking at me and looking at me and, said, and she finally said, you're on the radio, aren't you? On that library show. And I said, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Am I bragging or complaining? <laughs> so, yeah. And I even Fantastic. had it. I was I was at Boardman Arts Park a couple weeks ago, and I was there. There was a crafting stations all around. And it's me and my girls, and we were actually being quiet for the first time. Um, oh. You know, the, we're, we're not often quiet, me and my girls. And we were coloring, and um, there were two other families there, and they were talking about something, and it of course actually reminded me of a book, which seems very on brand for me and so I, I started I said oh there's a book about that and I started talking about it and the woman who was sitting there did like a triple take and she goes you're famous and I was like well, uh, uh you know? anybody ever say I know your voice but I don't know how where where I know it and, right. and, she, and she was like no you're on the radio and I was like oh you listen to a show you know? <laughs> no you don't it's not a question it's a it's a, always a statement oh you listen to the show yeah, yeah. you're, you're the, the one, one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you don't use Arbitron they use Randomtron right. so <laughs> So those those random uh, chance encounters with people who listen to the show is, are are always fun. Yeah, yeah so. it is a lot of fun. So we anyway. are we are famous, George. What what are you going to be doing, Sir George? I I I, I don't know. I'm going to miss the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> you can always just come back. Yeah, yeah. Mark just invited me to come back to do the uh, you know Mid Ohio Breakfast Club now and then. So <laughs> yeah, I, I have to have something interesting to talk about, and that's what I have from the library. So that's true. I won't have as much when I'm just you know sitting on the front porch telling kids to get off my lawn. But <laughs> <Right. So. laughs> <laughs> you can start your acting career. You can do it in several voices. There and, you go. Oh, right. you know, yeah. Macbeth. Can work on my accents. Get yeah. thee off the lawn. <laughs> Ivy away, yes. <laughs> you can do it in different costumes yeah, every day yeah. too. Especially yeah. for Halloween, yeah. And they carry yeah. me off to the Laughing Academy, yes. <laughs> oh, no, Gladys, Gladys, that man's out on his front porch again. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that Fred did the Chrysler Dodge Matthews voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh well. So shoot. No, I'm just. I'm looking forward to just taking it easy, doing Good a little for volunteer. You work, doing a little traveling, uh, getting in Joyce's way when she's trying to get stuff done. Ah, there you go. Attaboy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you got a few things accomplished while you were here. I had a few things, but yeah. It's, it's Maybe been... a statue in front of the new, which uh, well, branch is? It's the, the Liberty Branch The Liberty Library. Branch, That's yeah. right, yeah. Well, I mean, you're... Plinth. I'm, I'm going to carry that word with me for a while. <laughs> it's a good crossword puzzle word. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, you know, when you were talking about your book and the giant bronze statue, I was like, well, there we go. Yeah. That's what we need. But then you talked about how it murdered someone. And yes. I was like, uh, well, maybe not. So, uh, <laughs> Although okay. that would be very on brand for you to have to a statue. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list, but really, I mean. <laughs> you know, with your noir novel loves and things like that. 
that's it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll open a little private detective agency in oh. Columbus. Mm-hmm. And I can, you know, wear a fedora and have a cigarette oh, yeah. out of my mouth. Nice. Get a trench coat. and It'd Everything be, has to be in black and white, though. Of course, yeah. yeah. I, we'll I, have to I make that work. That, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Practice your makeup. <laughs> and I, and I, need a really, I, I need a really a secretary with a dark past. Yes. You know, just because that that's what always comes with the, the territory. So. Mm-hmm. And she needs uh, some good, um, what are the glasses? The cat, cat eye glasses. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I can see that. Yes. George Needham, detective for hire. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Maybe it's a radio show. I don't know. Retirement plans. Oh, hey, start your own I podcast. Br- Write a old novel. Time radio. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. I like there you it. go. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe I'll sprout wings and fly to Venus. <laughs> <laughs> if I do, I'll make sure that Gage knows I'm going because of his uh, fondness for yes. space. Yes. Got to come so. down and watch you launch. <laughs> I have. Actually, probably just go to the Solar Saloon and watch me launch. Oh, there oh. you go. <laughs> hey, they got the big screen TVs. Why not? There we go. I have two questions one for Gage, one for Fred. One for George. Well, well, three. One, three. One, question. three questions. one question. Well, that's why she works in the library. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Math yeah. Is, I don't, yeah. The math is bad. Uh, <clears throat> what What's a show that you all remember? A memory from from off the shelf. That's how we'll. Oh, that's how we'll end it. Oh, good. George, I'll, I'll tell like you the one I remember is that what the time somebody was talking about uh, a, a book that had a picture of all of these vultures eating the leftover carcass after a zebra uh, of a zebra after the lions had attacked it uh-huh. and i said oh it reminds me of lunchtime at the golden corral oh, <laughs> oh. and you reacted exactly like that and i said oh are they a sponsor of yours <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And you're like, I said that. Yeah. One of my favorite memories was when we had the turtle lady, Miss oh, Nancy God. Lockhart, oh, yeah. on. And she, and yeah. she, she, had, she had the turtles. She had her um, her bearded dragons. But then she brought out her snakes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what was it? Dreamsicle? Creamsicle. Creamsicle. And George cowered in the corner. Yes, I do <laughs> remember I those. Yes. <laughs> oh, those are fun. My, mine, my, mine, I think, is it was just a few weeks ago. It was the... Um, what, what was that animal that, uh, I forgot her name. Oh, oh the, hedgehog. the Hedgehog. Hedgehog, yeah. 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 That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because, She's like, she, she opened the box, there was clearly nothing in there, then all of a sudden she turns it around and there's a hedgehog in Ta-da. there. <laughs> She's a good magician. Magic. And she's great with Seiji the Hedgehog. Yes. yes. So, anyway. I was going to say, my favorites, actually, probably the first time that Mr. George came on. Uh-huh. And, you know, just this... Rather large Tall, fellow, very gentle. He comes on, and this other person popped out of him, and then the ukulele and something else. And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that's, that's a very common reaction to Mr. George." Yes, yeah, George Morrison is is quite an entertainer. Oh my god, really is. Well, I did a count, and in on this show, uh, by what I could count, um, we have interviewed thirty five authors in our seven years, wow. thirty five published authors, and then some even unpublished or some local or you know other things like that. We've been on the show for three hundred and sixty five weeks, which means wow. that we've done about the same and guests other than the few that we have missed. Uh, we've had many, many familiar faces. We've had many a show where it was just you and I, and we've had many a show where it was with Mr. George or Miss Kelly or Kellen, um, our friends in the community. I just, we can't thank all the people who have done this show enough, WDLR, the friends of the library, Fred and Gage, Mark, everybody. It's just been, it's just been really amazing. So. It's been a fun trip. I can't yeah. talk anymore else or I'm going to cry. But okay. I will say that- We also can't um, talk anymore because we are rapidly we running, are rapidly running, running out of time. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
did they record earlier or are they standing out there getting No, they're standing nope. out there They're standing us out there probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Grumbling under their Grumbling breath. Grumbling under their breath, yes. But Fred, I want to thank you for Absolutely. joining us to bring it back My, from I where it began. Missed it. I wouldn't have missed it. Yeah. Thanks, Fred. And that's the voice of Fred Schaefer, the voice of so many things in this community, <laughs> uh, including the Friends of the Library. So yeah. thank you very much for coming back for this. Absolutely. Really My pleasure. It. My so. pleasure. George, it's been great. I couldn't imagine doing this with anyone else. I don't know who I'm doing it with next week. It'll be a surprise for all of us. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, I, I'm sure whoever you have on, you're going to raise their game. Ooh. Very nice. Thank nice. You. All right. That's good. Thank you, Gage. Absolutely, George. Thank you so much for coming by. Good luck to you in your retirement. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks again, Nicole. Thank you, Fred. And we'll still see you in the stacks.